often feel frustrated at just how easily you give in to the demands or the decisions of other people in your world and then often feel frustrated at yourself for doing so. Well, if that's you, I'm so glad that you have jumped on to this short quadcast because I believe, you know, together today we can maybe work on that and help you make some great decisions that are consistent with what's really important to you as a person. So let me start this by saying that if vision is what you see, okay, culture is what you feel. Now, just journey with me here for a moment because the idea of culture is really important. And so vision is defined by the mission of an organization. The culture then is defined by the values of the organization. And the values are the things within that organization that are important uh, to the organization. So, for example, in um, my former role as senior pastor of Cornerstone City Church in Derry in Ireland, our values at the time were love, growth, adventure, passion, community, generosity, movement and creativity. So the number of them and those values became the filters through which we processed everything we accomplished as a church because we wanted to make sure that the value of love could be discerned and felt, the value of growth could be discerned and felt, adventure, passion, community and so on. And so it meant that whenever you connected to any event within the church it would of course look different but it would feel the same because each event would have the same values and those values in practice shape the culture and then culture then determines behavior and I hope that makes sense. Let me give you another illustration. A number of years ago uh, Judith and I we holidayed in France before the kids were born. It's a while now and we stayed in, in a chalet in the in the mountains in, in, in a place called near Mugev and in this chalet there was no TV but possibly until that time of my life, the largest kitchen table I had ever seen. And so what we could readily understand is that this family had a value of eating around the table more than sitting around the TV. And so that value informed their decisions, okay, to let's buy a a table and not a TV and therefore altered their behavior and so on. Now, what I want to encourage you you with today is that you as a person have a culture. You have a value system. And the reason that you give in so easily to the decisions of other people is that up until this moment, perhaps you have been unaware that you have a culture, that you have values, that you have things that are important to you. And it's so important, everyone, that you know what's important to you because when you do, you're able to use those values to inform how you make decisions in your life. Like if you value family, okay, but you have a job that is 70 or a week regular happens in your world, you're going to feel internal stress and conflict. If you're someone that doesn't really value competition, but you work in a highly competitive sales environment, then chances are you're not going to be satisfied with your job. Why? Because the things that you value aren't informing the decisions you are taking. 
And also too, as I've already alluded to at the start of this little quadcast, is that if you don't know your values, then you'll just substitute someone else's values for yours and you will wonder why you don't feel content in life. So when you know what your values are, it will really, really help you, okay? It will help you make decisions about what kind of job you should pursue, about whether or not a promotion is going to be right for you. That'll help you perhaps maybe understand whether or not you should start your own business. Should you maybe compromise or be firm with a certain position or decision? Should you follow tradition or go down a new path? Knowing your values are really, really important. So how then do we define our own values that, you know, that we can use in order to make great decisions about our future and as a result live a more contented life okay well the first thing that I want to say this that your personal values are already there okay and that you have them and to a greater or lesser degree you live by them okay so let me give you an example of of a value that I had that I didn't know I had all right and so recently uh, we try as a family to eat together have one meal Uh, I don't want to make sure that our family doesn't sound like you know sweetness and light and everything's perfect but we do try to have uh, one meal together in the day. It's usually dinner time in the evening. And so this time, uh, Sarah sits to my left, and so she wanted to perhaps maybe go and watch something on television or Netflix and have dinner on a tray. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that from time to time. Who doesn't like their dinner in front of the telly sometimes? That's all good. Anyway, she said to me, Dad, would you mind uh, this once if I could take my dinner and watch something on the TV? Well, everyone, I almost leapt up off the chair, right? And I couldn't believe my reaction afterwards. It was like, you know, she, I don't know, asked to leave the family and to have her name changed or something. I got up off my seat and said, what? What do you mean? How, How could you possibly whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so she quickly got the message, as did everybody else. And to this day, to now, you know what? No one asked to leave the table um, to, to, to have their dinner. But I discovered something in that moment that I had a hidden value of family or togetherness or, or connection with them that, you know what, that I didn't know I had. And it took a little moment for, for, you know, for me to discover that. But I also learned this, everybody, in terms of how to identify what my values are, that the thing that I rose to defend, okay, that revealed what was really important to me. And so it's probably part of the way of trying to understand that your personal values are already there. I had that value. I didn't know it was a value until it was threatened. And then I rose to defend it. All right. And so um, you already have personal values. We just need a little process in order to help you to define them. Well, in a a series of lectures that I give in the CCI Academy on Self-Leadership, I've come across a process. It's not my process. I want to give you the sources of it. Um, It's by a guy called Scott Jeffrey, and it's seven sources to developing our core values, okay? And so if you want more information on this process, by all means, look him up. But let me give you a couple of steps. It's it's going to take a bit of work, okay? It could take an hour of your time, but honestly, it's time well spent. 
So the first thing that you want to do in order to uh, shape your own value or even to identify your own values is step one, identify the times when you were happiest, okay? Number one, identify the times when you were happiest. Find examples from your career where you work and your personal life. What were you doing? Were uh, were you with other people? Well, who were they? What were you at? What other factors in those happy moments contributed to that sense of happiness? So that's step one. Identify the times when you were happiest. Step two, identify the times when you were most proud. So use examples from your career again and your personal life. What were you doing? Why were you proud? Did other people share in that pride? Okay, and so what factors? For example, I remember, you know, uh, the first time I completed, I ran two marathons in my life in 2012 and 2013. And I remember crossing the finish line at the Belfast Marathon in 2012. It was like climbing Everest. The sense of achievement coming through and all of the training, all of the everything, the sacrifice, the time, the investment, all of that just kind of coalesced in that moment as I crossed the line. It was an incredible moment. And there's times when I've been proud watching the children achieve, uh, watching the church grow, watching CCI grow, watching leaders develop. There's a certain sense of healthy pride and achievement in that for me as well. So step one, identify the times when you were happiest. Step two, identify the times when you were most proud in a healthy way. Step three, identify the times when you were most fulfilled and satisfied. Again, use some work and personal examples. What need or desire was being fulfilled? How and why did the experience give your life meaning? And what other factors contributed to your feelings of fulfillment? What were you doing? Where were you? Who were you with? What did that experience bring to your soul? Why were you fulfilled in that moment and say when nobody else would have been? All right. Step four, identify, and this is really important, everyone, identify the times of heartache, the disappointment or failure. Okay. Jot those down. Excuse me, what did you feel? Was it betrayal? Was there envy? Was there abandonment? Why do you think you felt that way? What personal value was being suppressed? So let me take you back to the moment with Sarah, okay? I don't know whether I felt betrayed or abandoned or what sort of trigger that went off in me when she wanted to leave the table, uh, but it was something negative. And so I used that to identify a value in my life. And I think this, you know, very often uh, the, the negative emotions, the feelings of hurt, the betrayal, etc., whatever they may be, be, do you know, that they can reveal, you know, something in you that's really important to you. And that's why you feel that way. All right. So let me just review those four steps. Number one, identify the times when you were happiest. Number two, identify the times when you were most proud. Identify the times when you were most fulfilled and satisfied. And identify the times of heartache, disappointment or failure. Now, here's the next few steps. Number five, from all of the answers above, try to define 10, one zero, 10 personal values. Step six, arrange them then in order of importance. Then what I want you to do in number seven is condense them into your top six and then list them, okay? List your top six, one, two, three, four, 
five and six. Then leave it for a day or two and then revisit your values. How do they make you feel? Do you feel they're they're consistent with who you are? Are they personal to you? Um, Do you sense that there are any values on that list that are inconsistent with your identity? And then again, just check your priority ranking. Do you feel that your values are in the proper order of importance? Okay, now you can tweak those, play with those and come to that place. But those become the six values that uh, are most important to in your life. And from here on, okay, from that moment in the process, allow those values to inform the decisions that you make in life, okay? So if you have valued and identified a value of learning or growing, then what I want to encourage you to do is to make sure that there is room in your life where you are actively investing in your growth, okay? If that's a value of yours and you are living in line with your values, you will feel a real sense of contentment and obviously growth. If you have a value, let's say, of adventure, well, it's so important then that you're making decisions that you are doing something adventurous in your life. But you know, those are maybe suggestions. Your your value could be passion. It could be serving. It could be generosity. It, It could be leading. It could be whatever it is. For me, it was family time definitely in there. You could be optimistic. You could be, um, you know, you, you could be anything at all. Those things can be important to you as you distill and discern them through that simple process. But all I really want to do today is to encourage you that you have a value system, that you have values in your life, and to identify those will help you make really great decisions so that you can live a life that's consistent with who you are, feel content, be effective, and you really will find your place in the world. So no more giving in to you know other people's decisions and then feeling frustrated about it. What's the point in that? Now you know what's important to you. Allow those values to inform your decisions and to live a more contented life on the planet. I really hope that helps you today. And if you think anyone else could be helped by this little quadcast, please would you share it with them? Would you share it with your world? Uh, Subscribe on Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you find me, subscribe and get ready to get some regular updates from me. Thanks for listening. God bless you and let's keep in touch.